It's 20 minutes you could have been playing in one of your 5,000 games, Devin. It's a waste of your time. Ooh, wow. That is not a soundbite that has aged well. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, the premier podcast that has done the Kessel Run in under 10 parsecs. I'm Devin. I'm here with possum enthusiast Corey. Howdy, y'all. I'm here with Vayner enthusiast Nate. Hey, howdy, y'all. Want that one? And miserly old man L. I was waiting for sandwich enthusiast. No, sorry. I got to break trends. Damn. All right. Hello, everyone. All right, so let's just get right into it, man. It's a, it's a big week. Uh, we'll do the game showcase now. Uh, Nate, what have you been up to? This? Oh, oh, my gosh. I uh, have been playing a game of cleaning up near completions. So, Ooh. yeah. So for the, the longest time, I've really? had um, kind of a mark of shame on my, uh, my played list. I had... This little game called Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I haven't heard of it. What's that about? Uh, well, <clears throat> it's about um, writing poetry and um, <laughs> wow. rules and such. Uh, uh, so, yes, uh, I, I, I had just this heard the news that I had it on my list for a very long time. <laughs> and uh, oh, I, of course, Assassin's like everyone else, was not able to find all the flags on my natural playthrough. So I went back and I got that one done um, a couple years ago, I think 2015, 2016, something like that. Uh, and then the only thing I had left was the conversations, and I just could not make myself do it. I just could not drag myself back into that game to do a, a whole other playthrough with just the conversations. So instead, what I did is I played about half of it, and I set it down for a couple of years. So I was kind of betting that old me had followed everything I needed to do to get to that point. <laughs> so it was yeah. like a toss up. Uh, like, do I trust me? And I really, I sat there and I thought, do I trust me? <laughs> like to have mm-hmm. gotten it right to, to chapter two or uh, whatever two and, you know, out of six I had to do, I was like, I don't really feel like doing you know, the first two, uh, whatever is the first two uh, main city uh, things. So I just kind of ran with it. I was like, yeah, I trust me. Yeah, I'm a good guy. So, and as it turns out, I was trustworthy. So that's good. So um, I got that last one. I got a little bit worried. I had the very last conversation and at like two in the morning, three in the morning, something like that. And uh, it didn't pop right away. I was just like, oh, son of a gun. And then it did pop. So I was very happy with myself about that. Uh, and then I also cleaned up uh, a little game called Ocean Horn. <laughs> and uh don't curse me out, Corey. Uh, I know I talked about this a long time ago, and I had just to get that last fish, the stupid electric fish. Um, and I said, I'm on a roll. I'm going to go through. I'm going to knock out Oceanhorn as well. And it took me about 20 tries. Luckily, a good spot for this is like at the very last, the end game temple. Uh, and right when you go into that temple, there's, I don't know, six jars you can smash. Uh, so if you're low in health, you can fill your health all the way back up to eight, eight hearts, which you're going to need. Uh, and then you go, you just do the fish and you just kind of roll the die. And um, you know, the game's real cheap when it comes to this stupid fish. 
Uh, and it took me 20 tries of either dying or just realizing around the three heart mark that I wasn't going to win. So I just let off and then went back in and refilled my hearts. And so got it done. Um, so yeah, so I got those two done and uh, I'm super happy about it. You know, now, one thing I thought whoa. was funny was that your Assassin's Creed was almost like three years to the date that you yeah, last played just, it in August. I and it was like a year to the date almost for Oceanhorn since you last played it. It's pretty funny. It's weird. I mean, didn't, it's like you have, yeah. a, you have a cycle. Didn't I, yeah. um, NBA Kirkland completed on the same day? Yes, I forgot about that. Yes. Uh, so NBA and I completed it on the exact same day. We didn't know we were doing it. <laughs> he was doing the flags. I was doing the conversations. That's and I amazing. saw the next day he posted in uh, Bragg Camp that he completed it. And I was like, wait a second. And sure enough. <laughs> completed Assassin's Creed just for completed those Assassin's unaware. Creed, same day. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the I, video he posted? I, uh, yes. Yes. I saw his uh, his suicide run at the very end. <laughs> he, he captured the last flag and then just committed suicide and then ended the video. Yep. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Game over. Uh, so, Ugh. Nate, why is um, on the run sheet you call Oceanhorn dingleberries? Because <laughs> these are hanging, you know, they're hangers on. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah. I was wondering that, too. <laughs> I thought you just didn't like hang it. it on. Got yeah, it. They're hanging on for a long time. Very long, uh, you know. I'm, I'm calling it the 90% club or, the, you know, um, throwback to the 90s. I don't know. I'm, I'm going for anything that's in the 90% completion, and I'm trying to knock those out. Because um, they've just been sitting around forever. Only 90s kids would understand. Yeah. <laughs> so the one I'm most interested in is Oceanhorn. Um, I just have the fish to do and then the grindy leveling part, which I probably won't ever do this. But did the guide help for the fish? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, did the guide help with fish? Um, so have you done all the fish or you're just waiting on that last one or no. So how I approach it is to not waste my time. I go to the hardest thing first and uh, yeah, it was not fun. I don't remember much of it other than not fun. Yeah. I don't think it was bad. It, just that last fish was unfair. Um, it's, I mean, it's just a randomness. Like sometimes you'll be fighting the fish and he'll lose a lot of stamina, and other times you'll be doing everything just like you normally do. And he just doesn't lose any stamina and it makes no sense. And every time uh, I was close to, to winning, you know, he would be almost to no stamina left and I would have like maybe two hearts and he, he just, it just wouldn't go down. It just would not deplete completely. And he would just kill me, you know, take my mm -hmm. hearts all the way down. Um, and like towards the end, he starts leaping out of the water and you're like, I got it. And no, he can leap out of the water like multiple times. So it's just, it's rude. It's, it's so rude, um, but it's over. And yeah, that guide was very helpful. I think Bills has a video so you can actually see the places where you can go. But, and I think there's some text guides too, that give you locations of best place to catch each particular fish. So the, really the only hard one was that one. As far as I remember, uh, well, there's one other fish that it, they reverse the controls and that's a little bit tricky, but you just turn your controller upside down and. You know, if you're having problems wrapping your brain around it, you just turn your controller upside down and it's not an issue. Will it still feel better than a PlayStation controller? Yeah. Oh. Hey oh. What doesn't feel better than a PlayStation controller is a phone, mm -hmm. which is the only way that you can play Oceanhorn 2, sadly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, am, I am reading an article saying that they are ready to port it to Nintendo Switch, which makes sense for them. 
but I do hope that it comes to Xbox. That is a good game. I think it will. I mean, I don't see why it, you know, shouldn't. And right? it plays more like a like Zelda, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. A- having never played Zelda, yes. <laughs> what? Well, I played Ti- Twilight Princess, but it's not Twilight Princess. <sighs> What is it like? Wind Waker is that the one that it's? Mimicking? It's a little bit like Wind Waker, yeah, because of the boating. Yeah. S- sorry, I just uh, having a hard time wrapping. Over. Like never, even once. Sorry if I took huh. the wind out of your sails. Oh, with that one. Nope. There's no achievements, yeah. so he's not going to play them. Sad Those achievements, not for fun. I, I've watched like a link to the past randomizer, randomizers like a lot, so that counts, right? Sure. No, but <laughs> aren't there speed runs that you could watch? That probably pull you yeah. in. Yeah, that that's what I watch. Speed runners. Yeah. Play yeah. any. Yeah, I, I used to. I used to dabble in the link to the past randomizer community. I was <laughs> oh, yeah. terrible. Yeah, I've done everything at some point in my life. That's a fun. That's a fun game to watch. It is. They even it have is. it now. Uh, it's called like crowd control, or there's other extensions, but viewers can modify stuff about the game so they could turn on ice physics or you know one hit kills or stuff like that so people play those makes it pretty interesting you don't realize how important the legend of zelda was to everything we do now Corey. Mm. it was the first game with yeah. battery backup it was very important all right that's true and that's password that's nonsense it, it's, it was my it was entire amazing. life one summer <laughs> first gold cartridge like, more important oh yeah, damn it wake up <laughs> zelda <laughs> Just passed out beat Zelda. Me to it. Wait, oh. <laughs> See, that, that was Pokemon for me, but uh, I digress. Now imagine a Pokemon that you had to put a password in every time. You could thank Zelda for that. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon. Zelda's the one with the green hat, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, actually, no, she not? wears a crown. Oh, yeah. like Fall Guys. Speaking of Fall Guys, <laughs> no, just kidding. And Metroid is the chick. <laughs> Get out. so Corey, have you played games that are on the xbox besides (laughs) all the other classics that you're missing you know i was not on last week and i was looking through my games and i really have not played much of substance the past two weeks it's kind of sad i haven't played much at all uh but i i did go to arkham city um oh you remember it's lovely this lovely this time of year (laughs) yeah yeah you know i really really uh recommend it uh if you remember i played arkham asylum recently and the the dc fandom thing was a week ago uh i think a week ago maybe two weeks ago at this point uh and so they announced the new batman game the suicide squad game and like i'm all aboard this hype train so i said okay it's it's time that I play Arkham City. Previously, I've started Arkham City up to the point of talking to Calendar Man, which is like the first thing you can do. And so I, I completely played the game. I mainlined the campaign. Uh, it's it's okay. It's it maybe Whoa. this is a fault of mine what? that I haven't done the the, the side content. Um, but Asylum was better so far. It was a better list, and I think that. A city is a little too big for its britches, just a little bit. Um, I can definitely see where it's going with Night, having played a lot of Night. Uh, but our city was city was just fine, you know. 
as far as the as far as the achieve, I, okay, mm. I know some of you have some strong opinions that it's the best one. Um, yes, I don't know. I've said such things. Yes, I, I, as <laughs> as recent as a week ago, probably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I, I will go back to it. Like I said, I mainlined it, so I didn't do any side stuff. And I know there's achievements related to side stuff. I will go back and do that. I don't have any inclinations or wants to go back and do the Arkham challenge, like the challenges. Um, there's nasty achievements for doing all of the challenges with like several different characters each. That sounds terrible. Uh, there's an achievement for doing one of my most hated things, playing through the game again, new game plus mode style. Um, I, one, you did mention this last week or Kenny did. I do like that with Arkham city as a sequel, you start out with most of your gadgets that you got from the first game. Uh, and so that's very, very keen for me that I did notice that because as we talked about with Ori two, you're this same character and you lose the ability to like double jump. It's just mind blowing to me, uh, in the sequel. So I, I do, I can't appreciate it for that. Uh, but I think with the Xbox One version, you get DLC where you play as Harley Quinn and maybe Robin uh, from the achievements. I'll probably play that for the content, but I'm not going to 100% this. I'm not going to play this every holiday for Calendar Man either. Oh, come on. Oh, you you don't have to. You just have to reset your... You just have to manipulate the data on your Xbox. I well, haven't done that either. Oh, that's I played Calendar Man Switch. 24 times, all right? You can do it. Have you played Arkham City? No. <laughs> I talked to Calendar Man 24 times. <laughs> oh, boy. I love, I love, I love my little But I'm playing Calendar Arkham Asylum. Man. Yeah. That's good. And I, and I made more you? progress in it. Good, good. And. Well, you have City to look forward to, I guess. I have a, a bone to pick with it, though. City's the best one. Oh, really? What's your, bone? What's your bone? Oh, bone. Well, I complained about it in the Discord. What happened was I was playing. Arkham Asylum, and I got a story-related achievement. Um, are we allowed to talk about spoilers, Devin? Don't want to talk I about mean, spoilers. If you have, I'm sorry. If you haven't played <laughs> Arkham Asylum, <laughs> you had like 11 years. Yeah. Anyway. Only spoil the 360 version for me. Don't. Oh, all right, don't spoil the Xbox yeah, One. Okay. Version. So anyway, there, there's a story achievement um, for encountering the Scarecrow a second time. So I got that achievement, and the next achievement was on my RTDL. But before I even got that far, I got that achievement, and I've been playing through it with my son. So we're like, all right, we'll get that achievement tomorrow. So I looked at the achievement when it popped, and it had the timestamp. It was there, and then I dashboarded, and when I dashboarded, the 360 said, connect to Xbox Live. I'm like, oh, no. So then I looked again at the achievement list. It was there. And then I went to connect to Xbox Live, and it said, we cannot connect to Xbox Live right now. So I was trying to scan on TA. It wouldn't pop up. And when I next turned on my 360, it was not there anymore. The achievement vanished. Thin air. Oof. So I was wondering, did my progress save in the game? And it did. So I was still there, but the achievement just did not stick it's very strange because i'm always very obsessive about checking to make sure it's connected to live so i get that timestamp. so now after all that yelling at kenny too man so after all that trying to avoid a second playthrough <laughs> now 
I will probably have to do that. So I did get the achievement I needed for R2DL, which is the Zaz cut down to size, which was pretty much right after the other one. But it just kind of stinks that that one didn't pop. Yeah. Well, for what it's worth, uh, I'm going to do the side content in Arkham City, and I will probably watch a video on YouTube to catch myself up on night. Like I said, I played most of it, a lot of it. Um, So I'll go finish that. I think Skeptical Mario is sending me a copy of Origins. I'm excited about that one. And I have Asylum to play again on the 360. And the I year. just subbed to DC Universe so I can read a bunch of comics. Uh, I'm, I'm, nice. I'm all in on the Batman train right now. I would recommend uh, Long Halloween and uh, Serious House on Serious Earth. I think those are big inspirations on the Arkham games. There, there are some specific Arkham comics series, like like mini mini series that I put on there, uh, and then obviously like this Court of Owls stuff, which is based on the new game, from what I hear. But uh, yeah, I will look into those. Yeah, especially Serious House on Serious Earth seems to be what they drew a lot of inspiration on to make Arkham Asylum. If you're going to read that, uh, it's. It's intense, it's very dark, but uh, it puts you in the right mindset. Like, if you read that and then played Asylum, I think those would be perfect companion pieces to one another. Okay, as long as it doesn't have that Superman dude, he sucks. <gasps> I love Superman. He's like the worst superhero. Uh, but I digress. So yeah, Batman's mm. in my GM right now. Gotham Imposters boost? Oh. Uh, not that one. Okay, good. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to do that one, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we tried that a couple times. Didn't we tried, it just never it. happened. Yeah. Well, speaking of DC superheroes, I've been playing Injustice too. Oh, does that oh, have any yeah. superheroes in it? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I knocked out all the multiplayer stuff. Me and Ahizo, uh knocked out. It took me three years, but I finally was able to win my ranked matches. We traded off on those. Uh, and then we also played 200 online games uh, of it. It's a, it's a Netherrealm fighting game, so it's in the vein of Mortal Kombat. Uh, and it has a lot of DC superheroes in it. Uh, and it has a actually really awesome story mode, which is... Uh, it's really well done, actually. And if you're interested in those, Corey, those are also in the DC universe... They have their own series of Injustice comic books. But essentially, the Joker makes Superman go evil. Uh, he kill- Superman kills the Joker and decides that he should just rule the whole thing. And that's Injustice 1. That happens in the first five minutes. Yeah. Oh, the, Batmil- and it- the Batmobile didn't lose its wheel and the Joker got away? No. Robin did lay, lay an egg, though. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, I do have a specific bone to pick with Injustice 2. That is one specific achievement that I'm never, I'm, I'm not probably going to get it. So Injustice 2 has different armor that you can collect for a fighting game, which is the most bizarre thing ever. Uh, and you can get, uh, they're called mother boxes to open them up. And to get 100% in the game, you have to get an ability called Cat Call which is a rare drop. And as they yeah. added more fighters into the game, there's more of them. So I, to get the 100% completion, I have to grind out loot crates to buy them so that I might potentially 
get it. So it's like a rare drop of which there's 122 of them. And I need one specific one to get 15 points. So it's probably never going to happen. Good game, though. I'd recommend it. I have played it, but apparently have not completed 50% of the story. It's a good story. Yeah, yeah. It's good. He doesn't like I, I do like I do like the DLC. I have all the DLC for it. Like, they had the Ninja Turtles. That's pretty cool. Uh, Hellboy. So I, 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 it is a quality game, but yeah, the loot. I do remember the loot box system, and that kind of blows when it's tied yeah, to it's, achievements. It's uh, and it's really weird to just like gear out a fighter in a fighting game. I don't know why that doesn't sit well with me specifically, and especially when it comes to superheroes, I just want them to have like specific outfits from different comics and stuff. I don't want to mix and match and. Like build my own perfect Batman. Yeah, like like he's a Barbie or something. I don't want to play Batman dress up. To to me, it's like it makes sense as the evolution of a fighting game. Like these crazy realistic skate controls with these games, but we just want Mortal Kombat like on the Sega Genesis, and we just want Tony Hawk Pro Skater. We don't want these realistic, uh, super customizable things. At least that's that's me personally. I mean, he's an alien, like Superman's an alien that fights crime. The whole thing is ridiculous. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I don't need a realism. But now he can wear <laughs> purple tights just for you. Yeah, I did actually get the Bizarro outfit, and <laughs> that's pretty dope. He has the fire breath and the ice vision, and everything he does is mirror image of Superman, which is perfect attention to detail. <laughs> uh, I love it. That's like my jam. Nice. But speak, speaking of fire breath, Nate, do you have any games that are fire related? Oh my gosh. What a coincidence. I absolutely do. Um, so, <laughs> you know, we don't normally buy new games, but when you we see don't? a game that just has your name all over it, like, it's just like they designed the game for you. Sometimes you just have to spend that, that cheddar, you know? So... Old man's gunny? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> in this case, not this time. Um, my horse and me too. Um, well, I, that's an instant buy. I mean, I've got a price watch. I've got a Google alerts. Um, Why do you think I bought Soda Drinker Pro? <laughs> right. um, so The Last Campfire. Uh, this is from Hello Games. You know, they've never gone wrong. Uh, everything they've done is perfect from the start. And um, they continue that streak with The Last Campfire. Uh, it is, um, you should watch the trailer and if you watch the trailer and you know, the types of games I like, you could, you could just tell, uh, that I was going to buy this one immediately. Um, it's got that kind of, um, rhyme art style ish. There's boats. So, you know, like boats apparently. And, um, the guy looks like, uh, uh, like a, a Jawa in a, in a pillowcase, um, and he goes around and it, it looks like there's a lot of emotional stuff going on too. If you watch the trailer, but I wasn't really that moved by the emotion so much. Um, and the story that was going on, uh, it's kind of, you don't really know what's going on, but it has something to do with like the afterlife and kind of purgatory and helping spirits move on kind of like spirit fair, uh, in that regard. But, um, this is basically a puzzle game. And what you're doing is you're going from, I guess three main areas and you're going around and part of the puzzle is getting to the people 
that you need to um, uh, help resolve their issues. And how do you resolve their issues? Solving a puzzle. So you, you go talk to them and it kind of, the camera kind of zooms in. Everything goes dark around you and the camera zooms back out. And now you're in this little puzzle area. And um, the puzzles in this game are, some of them are what you would expect. You know, you know, I've done this type of puzzle before. You know, I have to move these blocks and such and so forth. But then they start throwing in puzzle mechanics that I have never seen before. Um, and I was just kind of blown away by the creativity of some of these puzzles. Uh, they're not super difficult. Um, there were only maybe three or four puzzles that were, you know, that had me stumped for a little while. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I just love this game. Uh, it's it's not perfect. Some of the animations are weird. Uh, sometimes the camera clips out a little bit, but I, I forgave all that. There was one thing, there was one time I had a uh, something that caused me to reload the game. I went in, I went to interact with a mirror or something, and it just like teleported me above the mirror into this little piece of geometry that I couldn't get out of. <laughs> and so there was... There was no way to get around it, so I had to I had to dashboard and come back to it. And when it reloaded, I was in a good spot. So, um, took me about six hours, I think. Obviously, there was no guide because it's a brand new game. And uh, yeah, I really like this game. You should write a guide. Well, I know involves the... that effort and time. <laughs> well, the achievements for this are basically. Um, they're what you'd expect. Like you get an achievement for um, finding your first person for helping them out. Uh, you get an achievement for uh, finding like five, 10, 15, 20 uh, of these people. You get achievements for um, basically completing an entire area. So yeah, you get five, but maybe you don't get them all in the same area. So uh, once you complete an area completely, you get an achievement for that. And then the final achievement that you get um, which is probably the hardest one, I guess. You know, it looks like it collect all hopes. Um, no, actually, work a wandering soul. For some reason, I thought that was going to be the hardest one. Um, there are little chests uh, throughout the game that are also kind of puzzles on how do you get to them. And once you get to them, you open them, and it's just a little bit of story from a, a journal or something. And once you get all of those, I think it changes the ending. I'm not really sure because I, I just wanted to... Uh, get that perfect playthrough. Uh, when I did it, I didn't want to see like, uh, the non ending. So I'm not sure if there's a, a good ending and a bad ending or a good ending and a better ending. Um, but yeah, so I, it could be difficult to find all of those. That doesn't seem to be any sort of indicator of where you missed one. So that's maybe, uh, not great. There's no map system. Uh, and once you are, once you have gone through pretty much to the end, you can revisit areas. So it's not like you need to get that perfect run through. You can always go back and revisit. It might be a little bit annoying to kind of travel through, but, uh, yeah, I really like this game and I beat it in, looks like two or three days. Yeah. It looks like yeah. you were the 12th nice person to complete 12th? the last campfire. No, I wasn't the 12th. When you I looked at 12th. it, I was top 10. I was top 10. Damn it! Mm. <laughs> nope, sorry. Off liners. Yeah. The uh, the trailer does it does make the game look pretty beautiful. Uh, I, I do want to play it. Uh, I don't like the price. Like I kind of wish it was like ten bucks, but it's fifteen. You know? Yeah. I but can, I, mean, I can see it, it. It does look like quality. Just short. My recommendation is if you don't immediately say yes, I will pay fifteen dollars for that. 
yeah, wait for a sale because when there is a sale, and it's probably five bucks or whatever off, um, they'll maybe they'll have fixed some of those clipping issues and some of those camera issues, uh, and your experience won't be, um, you know, hampered by that, or tainted by that. So are there a lot of like missables then, or could you go back and do everything, or did you ever find you were locked out? of a specific area or anything like that. Um, you might be locked out initially. Like, so you go through to an area and you're like, Oh, well, how do I get back there? Or where do I go? Um, and I just said, eh, that stinks. I'm going to try to be as thorough as I can, but then, you know, sometimes you'll be exploring, to, like figure out, okay, well, where, where are the boundaries of this level? And you accidentally walk into something that moves the story forward. Uh, and I was just like, Oh crap, I'm going to have to, you know, maybe I have a second playthrough. I don't know. Um, but if you play through to the end of the game, right before the very end, going into this last area, uh, you'll know, you'll know, uh, you can, you can basically at that point, go back everywhere in the game, uh, and collect anything you missed. Okay, cool. But like I said, nice. there's no indication of what zone it might be in. Um, for the hopes. Yeah, there's indication, but for the chests, there's no indication that I'm aware of. But yeah. Great little game. Happy with your hey, purchase? You. I am very happy with my purchase. Of course, I'm going to say that because I, you know, purchased it. <laughs> I don't want to look stupid. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed it for $15. <laughs> I enjoyed the experience. Um, and yeah, I mean, it reminded me of um, oh, what is it? what's the other game that's going to be coming out with the little fox guy. Uh, Tunic, tell me yes. why. It reminded me of Tunic. Oh. It reminded me of so many <laughs> other games, all all wrapped up into one. Uh, and it was a very good short experience. It is I funny that it. you mentioned Spearfarer because uh, I just yeah. dived that as well. But it sounds like the same thing, but without the management piece. Yeah, there's no management to this. This is all puzzles, and um, it's pretty much all puzzles. Yeah, no combat at all. Hmm. And no fairy quests. <laughs> fetch quests listen <laughs> none of that hey oh he doesn't sorry I, I he doesn't that, understand I get that. that reference i get that reference <laughs> <laughs> hey listen yeah so uh, speaking of 15 dollar games that people may have played i played hell yeah wrath of the dead rabbit which is a Vayner from Sega. And it's by this... It's by the uh, developer Arcado Studios. And the only other thing I see on TA is a Windows phone game called OMG, our manic game. Clever, very clever. But yeah, I think Corey's going to stick stay away from this hell yeah because it's only worth 400 gamer score. But I think he would be doing himself a disservice. This game is just great fun. And it looks like only 6,000 or so people on TA have it. More people need to get this game. I have a price tracker for it. I've had it for since we did the year of the Metroidvania. So apparently it has not been on sale. <sighs> At I least enough just, to where it would make it worth it. It's... It's just a con, con, condemnation. What's the word? <laughs> it sucks that we can't spend fifty dollars on a good game. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's worth. It, it doesn't help that this game is eight years old. It is a good time. You 
are this rabbit in hell. And you, you don't I say. you're trying to get out. So, the <laughs> so I, it's not the, just the name. <laughs> the whole idea is to capture monsters by killing them. And every time you kill a monster, you get a little mini game you have to play. So it's either a quick time event or just a little, uh, just a little mini game you have to play. And then you capture the monsters. And then when you capture all the monsters in the area, then you can proceed forward. I guess due to the map and the fact that you are constantly going back and forth and upgrading and such, we call it a Metroidvania here. I think some people had an issue with that, but I think it is one. Um, one thing I forgot about is that once you capture the monsters, you can go to this place called the island on the main menu, and you can have the monsters like work for you and increase your attributes and stuff like that. There's an achievement attached to that, which I did like a year and a half ago. So this is the pros and cons of RTDL. It made me play this game, but then I don't know what happened, and then it's a year and a half later, and I completed the game, but... I can tell you what happened. It didn't show up on your RTDL for exactly. a year and a half. Exactly. But the one for beating the game did it, and so I did. Well, mm. I recommend it wholeheartedly, and Sarah asked me if I heard the end song. So much like Portal, there's a very funny song at the end. And yes, I did hear it, and yes, it is funny, and yes, it's on YouTube if, if anyone wants to hear it. Fun fact, speaking of Sarah, uh, her husband was the last person to complete it before you. Yes. Which is kind of funny. Yes, it was totally her husband who played it. Definitely. There's a mister there. Uh, another oh. thing that held me off from it <laughs> is that it's not backwards compatible. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I can see but, all the, the things against it, but once you're playing it, it's just a smile on my face while playing it. What well, did you think about that jackpot achievement? Oh, yes. I was going to mention that. That is the only thing. I mean, I I still have my uh, Xbox 360 Hori pad. So, unfortunately, the best way to get this thing is to turbo it. It's basically just sit there at a, at a slot machine and you have to try to get a jackpot. So, that is the only real troublesome achievement. I don't think anything is missable. Um, there are good checkpoints. You you will die quite a bit. So there's some trial and error on some of the bosses and stuff like that. But all in all, it's an easy achievement. I mean, uh, an, an easy completion. I got distracted. Looks legit. Uh, I got distracted looking at this DLC article from 2012 about uh, the Pimp My Rabbit Pack, where you get 50 more masks. Wow, huh. look at that. Is that helpful in the game? Shinobi, uh, definitely not. Uh, it's cosmetic, I think. You collect masks and skins. There's a lot of that in this game. Oh, there's uh, one achievement called Pimp That Wheel, and it says players with the costume pack DLC will pop this when loading the game. That is cool, but unnecessary. You, you get plenty of uh, money in the game to buy all the stuff. But I'm exceptionally but there's a crazy lazy. <laughs> Is a crazy taxi skin? How does that even oh, work? there's another one that says that uh, the costume pack will automatically pop it too. I think I'm going to buy this costume pack before I buy the game. I mean, you're losing money if you don't. I, at this point, yes. All right, well, if you ever want to uh, come over and play this game, let me know. Come to New York. That's where we've got that good Sparrow pizza. Yeah, do you have that uh, that pizza that comes with the big thick walls and the sauce? It's like a big casserole. Oh, the is Chicago. That, is that what they do out? New- yeah, is that what they do out there? Deep dish. Deep dish. Yeah, 
Yeah, that one. The famous New York deep dish pizza. <laughs> I get it, yeah. <laughs> You're a jerk. So yeah, hell yeah, Wrath of the Dead Rap. <laughs> <laughs> it has good toppings, just like New York pizza. Did you want to talk about another game, Devin? Yeah, I suppose. So I've been playing... Uh, Don't sound so uh, uh, enthusiastic. <laughs> Well, I have to I have to inform you of your recent virtual death, and uh, it pains me to discuss it. Oh, where's my Sarah McLaughlin song? <laughs> Don't worry, we uh, we have a virtual bar where you will be immortalized. I made a poster and everything. So on Saturdays on stream, I have been playing XCOM Two. Uh, have any of you guys ever played XCOM Two? Or XCOM 1. That Any is, of the XCOMs. No, that is not no. my jam. So XCOM uh, is a tactical strategy game where you have to manage resources. And then there's also a tactical battling component. And in the first one, the aliens were invading. Uh, and you had to fight them back. And in XCOM 2, you horribly, horribly failed. And the aliens have won. And you are the resistance. And out of all of the people in the world, they have decided that I am the best person to lead the resistance. They're all doomed. <laughs> so anyway, one of the fun things that you can do in XCOM is you can customize your soldiers. And so I decided as a fun little thing is that patrons, people that sub into Twitch and, and you guys, because I figured you wouldn't mind at all, uh, get to be my own little soldiers. So I didn't get to be a soldier because I'm leading. That wouldn't make any sense. So anyway, uh, Kenny killed you, L, and I'm sorry. Kenny was, uh, we were playing, uh, Kenny got panicked by an alien, and he decided in his panic to chuck a grenade back, blew up your cover, and then you just got completely owned by an alien soldier. Not my fault. Yeah, that's what you get, Al. You can suck mine. I cannot stress enough how little of this is actually my fault. It's Kenny's fault. Thanks, Kenny. Go get some sun. Yeah. yeah. Pale Kenny with the guile haircut. You'll have to see. I, I just, <laughs> you know, you you were great. I gave you your comb over. I gave you your mask because uh, New York gave you spikes. You looked very much like if the road warriors were middle-aged accountants. I think you would have loved it. And you, wow. you died on your first mission out there. <laughs> yeah, that was payback for making me miss my Halo Reach time achievement by three seconds. And uh, you and MDP and Mental Knight uh, are all going to be memorialized on my ship's bar. Uh, but my favorite part about all of this, so Kenny killed you. And he let the main bad guy get away because he missed his shot. Missed the, he got a low percentage shot. Uh, and so the powers that be, not me promoted him they're like oh you can level up <laughs> great job and so now he's a sergeant and we've got this all uh, on tape know. right so we can verify that oh oh yeah okay you can you can see if you look at last saturday's recording you will find it and if you are interested I mean, kenny, in watching me kenny uh records uh, on saturdays right so it's definitely kenny well yeah well you know if you're interested Thanks, i all the saturdays uh, uh xcom so I'm, I'm gonna be doing this for well for at least this next week here uh, if you're listening to this while it's out, uh, we're going to try to fight back the aliens. I got the, all the DLCs and everything, too, so it's a little bit more advanced than it probably would normally be, uh, but it's it's fun. 
there's a lot of trade-offs too because there's different things that you can research and different missions that you have to take or not take that can help out because you need to balance your scientists and your researchers and how much materials you have and and like when soldiers die they die they're they're gone you don't get any more you have to recruit them and start back over again so there's you get attached uh to people hope none of y'all got attached to l <laughs> so shout outs to you know everyone else on my squad alex r davies is my best sniper you know uh michelle's out there she's holding the fort you know everybody death dealers uh, chewy out there doing covert missions uh foo for killing all of my dudes and uh you know making you a widow if somebody, <laughs> you know, everybody out there. <laughs> if somebody dies can you dashboard or is well it, i mean they made it so you yeah. can't undo that you, there isn't there's an iron man mode so you can make different saves okay. however well the last one went completely pear-shaped and i just decided to just like retcon it and say that that didn't happen because like everyone died because XCOM is terrible at determining where the LZ for all their spots are. It's almost always like 90 feet away behind all the bad guys. I don't understand it. I'm not a pilot, but they entrust me with all of these decisions and like everyone died and I got really, I got really salty, but uh, normally I try not to reverse decisions, and I believe there is an Iron Man mode, or at least the other ones. There's a, a mode you can click where it's just like it'll auto save, but after like a mission happens, it deletes all of your old saves, uh, and you're just locked into it. Uh, so it's it's fun. It's tactical. It's turn based. You get to learn all about percentages and how terrible they are, and how they almost always seem to like never work out in your favor. Highly recommend. <laughs> and uh, like yeah. it's a 200 plus hour completion. Yes. You do have to do some pretty intense stuff. Uh, I think you have to do it on the harder difficulties. Right now I'm just playing on normal because, I mean, I'm not a tactical genius. I think if you've talked yeah. to me for more than 30 minutes, you can understand the deficiencies, which is why I'm laughing at the story because they're just like, they're like, the aliens were tapped into your brain to make tactical decisions. And I'm like, and we still lost? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, if they tapped into my brain to figure out, like, Marvel Comics, I think that makes sense. But anything else. <laughs> so are you one crazy <laughs> enough to go for the completion? Or do you even have that, like, in your mindset right now? I'm going to go for, like, 60-ish percent of the achievements, I think. I'm going to do... Maybe a couple playthroughs, try out a couple things, but, you know, I have a bunch of discontinued achievements. I'm never going to get 100% completion anyway, so I'm not going to sweat the details. I'm going to get what I can and and move on, and it's just been a fun thing to play on stream uh, with people, uh, especially when you use real people's names. <laughs> XCOM 2, kill your friends. Hey, XCOM 1 was very much kill your friends. That's how you do. It's like the Final Fantasy stuff. Whoa. Like OG Final Fantasy, you're just like, I'll name you this, this, and this, and then they die. And sometimes it's just not your fault. Things happen, man. The motto, things happen, man. Hey, I, I don't know. I just, I just work here. I do want to play the game. I don't know. Game. What's the motto with you? <laughs> I've always wanted to play the game, but it is like, it's like I want everything and it's, a little bit. More. I mean, it's it's always been good prices, good good sales, but I just 
I don't know. I, I always wanted it to be cheaper. I would uh, actually then recommend because they have the XCOM one, uh, which is Enemy Unknown, and then Enemy Within was the basically another game that they released. But Enemy Within, I believe, is shorter to do the whole completion for Enemy Within. You get that XCOM experience. It's the you get the expansion to the first game, which adds a lot of really cool stuff to the first one. And as long as you're okay with canonically you losing, uh, you know, you can just write off like, oh, well, I died and everyone, <laughs> the earth is lost, but that's canon. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, enemy, I think Enemy Within is backwards compatible and I've been waiting for it to go on sale, uh, but I have it on Steam. So I've just been, I have to wait for a particularly good one. Yeah, I, I just stick to uh, Mario and Rabbids. Kingdom Battle. Yeah, that's that's baby's first XCOM. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, uh, hey, I want, that that fills that niche of like, hey, I want to get my eight year old to play XCOM. You right. know, that guy. <laughs> Have I got news for you? I, I uh, last time I played it, I'm like, I'm stuck at this point. Like, I don't know what it is, but. Uh, all I've heard about XCOM is you can have a 99% chance of hitting somebody and you'll still miss. Hey, kid, let me teach yep. you about permadeath. That's called a Kingsman. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> yep. Oh, but I'm... Yep, you'd be surprised how much 1% chances uh, don't work out in your favor. I've missed <laughs> shots with shotguns where I'm literally standing like two feet in front of the alien. He's just sitting there ducking side to side. It's like, you can't yeah, hit me. <laughs> dip dodge uh, duck dive and dodge <laughs> right yeah. uh, but enough about me and my terrible math and commanding decisions <laughs> oh I, I believe you had something you wanted to it was on your mind uh, as we wrap up the game showcase and move right on to discussion I see you have something in, in big bold letters and what is that's that not, that's not me that's just it was hashtag discussion well, I, you well, know, uh, I, I, as you guys way. know, I just love the random to-do list, if we didn't mention that several times. As a matter of fact, as we were recording this, the new lists came out, and I'm chomping at the bit to check it out, because I don't know what to play without this stupid list. Oh, my God. And by stupid, I mean amazing. Uh, big thanks to ZZ Urban Spaceman, of course, and the Real Gamer Score folks. Thank you very much. And it looks like the bot just tells you tells us uh, tells us everyone who got a list and the amounts, the max value. It's pretty cool. So on August twenty sixth or so, I realized I only had like eleven or twelve of twenty five achievements. That's just unacceptable. So just for some spark, I rerolled my Darksiders achievement, which I wasn't going to have time to play, and I wound up getting a band hero achievement. Uh, it's called Jack of All Trades for completing a challenge with each instrument at gold or better. And everyone's like, oh, you should have kept the Darksiders one, just assuming that a, uh, a music game achievement would be hard. The hardest part about this achievement is owning a drum set and lugging your drum set from the attic down and <laughs> playing it. So what I didn't even realize is that Band Hero, you can set your drums to auto pedal are you familiar with the uh with the music genre peoples no not really yes yeah i, I was uh you played some of these big rock band uh oh, rock band and guitar hero yeah all those. so 
I mostly played rock band games. Uh, for the drums, anyway. Guitar Hero played guitar usually. Didn't find their their vocals and drums very good in the Guitar Hero games. So, what I didn't realize is that you could turn on the auto pedal and no fail. And when you do that, it says, "This will not let achievements pop." Well, guess what? They lied. Achievements will pop. So, Scare tactic. So, yeah, the solution said, yeah, just turn on auto pedal on a drum challenge that tells you to get a certain amount of kicks and it will work. And sure enough, it did. Uh, the other funny thing is that I had already had on my list a Guitar Hero 5 achievement for the exact same thing, meaning challenges with all instruments. So the random to-do list gave me two of the same exact achievement in two different games. And I had put these uh, back in my collection for the King of the Red Ring 360 month. So, long story short, I wound up getting the Band Hero achievement, as well as the Guitar Hero 5 achievement. And then there was another achievement for scoring 500,000 points in a song. And there's a Peter Frampton song that's 14 minutes. And what you could do is turn on the auto pedal and... Uh, the other funny thing is that I could only find one drumstick. <laughs> so I was playing the other, uh, I was playing with my hand on the other one, and it did not you, work out You wouldn't well. pick like a wooden so, spoon? So wait, uh, you went full Def Leppard and only did one-handed drums? <laughs> the drummer from the Flippers only got one arm. Um, uh, Corey, uh, after I failed uh, miserably the first 14 minutes i then went to the kitchen and looked at items like a wooden spoon and i found this uh some tongs and i used the tongs and i wound up getting my five hundred thousand and the achievement using the tongs and of course as soon as that was over i found the second drumstick of course (sighs) that's how it works naturally so was this song was it do you feel like i do was that the peter frampton song i think so it was some long song. So to top it all off, there's an achievement in Connect Joyride for doing flawless poses on trick mode for the entire minute or two minutes or whatever it is. But someone figured out that if you just do the first pose flawlessly and then hit the guide button and go to exit to main menu, the achievement pops. So... Um, there's an achievement for doing it in one player and two players. So I got my son to help me out. And it took us like five tries to even get flawless on the first pose. Then we finally did it, and it popped, and it worked. And only like 500 people out of like 20,000 have these achievements. So they're five and six ratios. It's pretty pretty meaty. So the moral of the story is I did a lot of cheating. It was fun. You don't say. I know. I, I don't say. But it was fun. Yeah. You need to play for fun. <laughs> Go ahead. Give it to me, Corey. Why, why, why are you wasting your time, L? There it is. There it is. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, why aren't you doing things legit? Yeah. People in Japan have to legitimately get all their achievements or they'll go hungry. <laughs> or they have to... Uh... There are starving kids in China who, who can't read English enough to know that they can turn on auto pedal. I mean, the game said you won't get achievements, and you just did it anyway. That's uh, I know that was. That's almost you. worse than a cheat code. That's yeah, I know. That's it's, it's it like was, you it stole was terrible. Those. I I 
I, I did. I did. I stole them. Um, yeah, so I'm a dirty cheater. It's like cheater. you didn't even play. It wasn't even a dev intended method. <laughs> I love you guys. Yes, I'm a dirty cheater. Hopefully, you guys can cheat too. Next to them, they do. They do. I will always remember that that dirty day that I cheated. So I finished the month with 18 of 25 achievements, which is way better than 12. I was very proud of myself, and I think that the next item we're talking about is something. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I just wanted to let you think about what you've done, young man. Before I was letting you linger, I, I was, justify it. I was sent to the dean's list. To the dean's list, the principal's the dean's office. List? No, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> the opposite of that. It's like the anti-dean. The, the, uh, yeah. Oh God, I know. The I'm dean so Douglas busted. List. Oh, Dean Douglas. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and on that dated reference, uh, let's go to a community question, huh? This one's from uh, Ahizo, uh, which starts with, for a podcast question. Right, <laughs> Thank you, Ahizo. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about achievements like playing a thousand hours in a game like Microsoft Flight Simulator? Do you think the achievements should cater to achievement hunters and casual players, or to the more diehard flight sim enthusiasts the game is aiming for, who will hit 1K without trying? Well, that was more than one question, but... We appreciate it. Corey, what do you... <laughs> so, uh, to answer the first question, how do I feel about the plane 1,000 hours, uh, or flying 1,000 hours, something like that? Um, I think that that is ridiculous and ludicrous, and that's coming from somebody who has a nephew. Um, I think that... I think that that is t- too much. Like, a game should be, like, max... 40 hours for completion uh, or 40 hours of doing one thing, you know, and even that is too, too much. Uh, and I spent 500 hours idling star balls, stupid star balls. Yeah. And, and I did it in <laughs> one month too. Um, and do I think achievement should cater to achievement hunters and casual players or should more die hard? Well, I think that at least specifically for this game, uh, I think it needs to have some diehardedness. But I do think a thousand hours is too much for that. Uh, casual players, screw them. Achievement hunters, yes, you should cater to them. We are too small of a niche that, where that will ever happen. But I do think that an achievement list uh, can always be and should always be fun to get, uh, as well as have just a slight bit of difficulty. Um, and and grinding in hours does not equal difficulty. So that's my take on it. That's a good take, Corey. Thank, thank you, L. Do you have a take? I, I don't. Do. I don't even know. I do. This is going to sound shocking, but I agree with you. My theory is that a hard list will deter achievement hunters from getting the game, but not having that thousand-hour achievement there would not deter the hardcore audience to play this game. Does that you make any sense? Me, you understand what I'm saying? Did you agree with me? I'm going to add one more point. As long as you can unlock it via console command, I'm cool with it. I am actually okay with that as well. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks like, by all accounts, this was a really highly rated game, right? A highly critically acclaimed game. Looks like it's got a 4.5 on TA. But there's only 8,900 people with this game. 
I would have figured there'd be more. And I wonder if the list scared off some people. Uh, that surprises me, one, but I don't, I would not, I would not think that. For me, think- my it, my data cap is scary. I was going to say data cap. Uh, data cap is a big deterrent. PC here. only, right? Uh, well, it's it's um, PC only right now, but it's like over 100 gigs. And I think if you want like the best experience where the game is updating the most, because it like streams live data, then it's, it requires even more data. You know, it's crazy. I do want to play it though, pretty bad. Because there's, on top of the 1,001, there's 500. And then it looks like 50, a few people have that one. And what Has they anybody do, unlocked the 1,000-hour one yet? No. Okay. So no completions. No, and un- and there's actually an unobtainable one. Use the smart cam to view animals for three seconds from a distance of 550 yards or less. No one has it, and it was flagged as unobtainable. I mean, I, in the question, Ahizo says that the diehard will hit 1,000 hours without trying. Is that really... That seems like a lot of hours, even if you're playing only this game every day for, like, how many months is that? A lot. <laughs> well, I mean, the the series itself, the the flight sim, you know, the there hasn't been that many in between. So, well, it was the Microsoft Flight Simulator 10 last came out uh, when I was in high school, I think. Right. Yeah, you're, you're not meant to unlock this in a week. Right. Well, you can't. <laughs> Mathematically, like, it's not going to happen. So, yeah, so I'm correct. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> I go to google.com math. Well, I mean, it's under 240 hours because, anyway, whatever. <laughs> 24 times uh, 10. The 10 so that's, days. That's, over, yeah. that's over a month. Yes, exactly. 40, 41 and a half days. Yeah. But, I mean, for me, I think it just depends on the nature of the game a lot of the times. You know, it they should know their audience, know who's actually going to play it. Uh, you know, because there's certain games that I think have those grindy achievements that aren't warranted. And my main one's going to be Friday the 13th, the game, where they want you to play for a thousand games. as both Jason and the Counselor, which is just overly ambitious, even if you love the game. But something like Flight Simulator, I... I I kind of think that works because they're the people that's going to play it and would get the most out of it. Uh, and I think the best lists are the ones that encourage you to get the most out of the game. And I think long haul flights are kind of what they're aiming for. Like they want you to make like intercontinental flights to simulate the tedium of being a commercial pilot. And you can fly your 747 across the vast, the vast blue expanse from Los Angeles to Sydney and find out about the hatch and the numbers and all that. Like the hatch from Lost? That's awesome. Yeah, the my Oceanic th- uh, Flight, what was it, 316? That's amazing. No, wait. Oceanic 316 just says I just <laughs> stranded you on an island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's enough of you. Nate, what do you think about this? <laughs> well... Yeah, so what do I think about achievements like playing for a thousand hours? Uh, so <laughs> Rocker mentioned Star Balls. I'd also like to mention Cuisine Royale for a hundred hours. Um, and I'm That's currently, that, that one's in game too. Yeah, yeah. And as we're speaking, I'm currently idling wits and wagers um, <laughs> for five days <laughs> to get 
all 700 questions uh, played and they just randomly come. So yeah, a, a thousand hours seems kind of gross. Um, I was curious. So I looked and uh, it actually takes a hundred and some hours uh, to get your license. Uh, so sport pilot, 20 hours, recreational pilot, 30. Um, if you're going to get your commercial pilot, uh, it looks like it's about, I don't know, uh, 450, 450 hours. So it takes longer to get this achievement than it does to get an actual pilot's license, which I think is ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah. And should it cater to achievement hunters and casual players? Well, I think people should think about their achievement lists that I definitely think they should think about them. Um, and like Devin was saying, yeah, uh, make them, uh, make them the best ones to force you to play the game maybe differently than you normally would. Um, exactly. I remember playing uh, myth. So if you remember myth for the PC, uh, great game, uh, very interesting take on resource management, um, for your units, you, you would start with a number and then you would, uh, so you would say, Oh, you have 500 credits to spend to build your, you know, uh, team composure, however you want your team makeup. Uh, you can get like these explosive guys, or these archers or whatever, and you would just go about it. Well, that gave you the freedom to say, I'm going to complete all the missions with only one gnome. So you could go around with a gnome bomber and just figure out how to beat this game in a totally, you know, ridiculous way with one unit when you're given 500 credits worth of units. Um, and that could have been a fantastic achievement. Um, I mean, I had a lot of fun doing weird things in that game like that. And to do it for an achievement, that, that sure would have been fun. Um, so yeah, I think, I think they should uh, do a little bit of both, but these thousand hours, it's ridiculous. It's a stupid. game can never be harmed by an easy list. I mean, this is the sort of thing that, the approval process should be like, no, <laughs> that's part of the approval process is no, not a thousand hours. Make it, you know, Corey said 40. So we're doing 40. Uh, you know, but then, then again, you know, they want you to play and get all their planes and everything. And, and they, they spent a long time on it. They spent more than a thousand hours. I, I know. I, I think a thousand hours is getting to be about my theoretical limit. I don't think I've played much of anything for over a thousand hours like even i think wow might have been it but that's that's getting a little high but i think that they should cater it to you know people that are gonna get the most out of it maybe not necessarily achievement hunters because i think every achievement hunter they're about to just be like yeah just give me all of them uh give me council commands we'll do 50 <laughs> No, which is kind of lame. If every game was like that, it'd be a little lame. What I'm confused about looking through this achievement list is there's no achievement for the hidden game that clearly is somewhere buried in this game. Which is? I don't know. It's 127 gigs. Oh. <laughs> there's got to be. I mean, like the other flight sims had like a uh, Well, this uses or? being map data. You can go to your house. Sure. In this game. You could I mean, go to L's house and crash your plane. I thought that the previous version of Flight Simulator had um, like Minesweeper or something in it. Oh, I'm sure they uh, used five megabytes for that. <laughs> well, it has Excel on it, so you can do actual work. Ah, or no, it was, <laughs> or did Excel have it? I can't remember which one it was, but yeah. Well, Excel had a like a maze game in it with the credits in it. Uh, the old Excels. So that's it. 
deep hit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> deep wow. Cut. <laughs> so to add one more question onto a high zones, uh, will would you put this on your tag? Does that thousand hours uh, just steer you away? Do you care? I don't care. I if I had, I am more in the yeah. no good. If I had interest in this, it wouldn't bother me. So you just have no interest in flight simming? No, none. That's fair. It's it's not it not because of the achievement list. No, it is a pretty hardcore little genre. Yeah. Uh, I need to check for me. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh no, for me, it's it's uh, if I'm going to want to play something, I'm just going to play it because I'm never getting 100 percent completion anyway. So who cares? And we play for fun and achievements. Do both in equal measure. <laughs> I need to check the requirements. Um, cause yeah, I mean, 120 gigs is no, you know, whim. I just don't do that on a whim. Um, if my PC could run it, maybe because a thousand hours is something I could just idle. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's I only mean, a plane who needs yeah. to actively be who in needs, control of it. <laughs> what could go wrong? Right. I mean, <laughs> It's probably in the solution and 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 whatnot, but there, you there, have to like stop and fill up gas for it, things I mean, like that. I mean, it's not like a so, thousand miles without a death. Um, I think there's a lot of death in this game. <laughs> Just zero fatalities. I mean, there oh, is a dark. detailed solution on how to get it done. The load it up, fly for a thousand hours. Uh, get the achievement. Even had it underlined. You could turn unlimited fuel on. So that's good. Okay. Yep. And you have to land to get credit. Ooh. Someone had an issue where they lost eight hours. <laughs> Oops. No, oh, that's just a drop in the bucket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's turn off rain. Yeah, that's like practice. <laughs> it's less than a hundredth of the achievement. That'd be all right. Uh, landing. That's like the hard part. Yeah. I would steer clear yeah. of this. Yeah, I don't know. You have to land. I didn't know you had to land, so yeah, I might change my answer. Uh, uh, I mean, you can just, I do it? Can I make saves? Yeah, yeah. You can <laughs> save your. Yeah. Save your setup. I mean, go for only, a few hours, land, practiced. and then do it over again. Yeah. I I can practice the uh, the airline pilot voice. Uh, we're at a cruising altitude of 50,000 feet, and uh, if you look to your left, you're going to see the Grand Canyon. <laughs> uh, Heizo lives near the Grand Canyon. Oh. In the Arizona. The Arizona, as opposed to all the other Arizonas <laughs> like, that they're having. like the Ryback. Yes. Arizona. Yeah. The Ohio State. All right, that's enough plain talk. Let's talk about wheels and deals. Nailed it. Uh, what so an amazing sail boy. <laughs> Wheels it, down. Uh, <laughs> you're now free to boom about the cabin and talk about deals. Corey, anything you're looking to pick up? <laughs> <laughs> um, Asterix and Obelix XXL3 is on sale oh. uh, for 12 bucks, normally 30 And I feel I have to mention it. I feel I have to buy it because Asterix and Obelix 2 went on sale just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, for super cheap, so I bought that. Uh, I feel like I gotta complete the complete the series here. So yeah, twelve bucks for this 
sort of rare game. I don't think it goes on sale too often, and it's uh, over 50% off. So uh, the, the thing that gets me about it is it looks really good as far as the, the visuals go, the graphics. Uh, it's like a 3D beat-em-up, I guess. Um, I don't know. Yeah, looks good. I'll probably get it. But that's it. Um, L, did anything, uh, any food come up in your <laughs> sale list? I mean, grocery list? Well, if you remember last week, I might have been complaining about Mr. Potata Fairy Flower, in which they locked me out of progression. The one that you went all pru on the dev on Twitter? I did. They called me Big Karen L, and I asked to speak to a manager. Well, I wound up starting the game over. And getting the achievement I needed for RTDL, which is, of course, at the end of the game. So, it just happened to be on sale. Ten bucks. <sighs> I would say I have forgiven this game. I enjoy it a lot. D- disregard last week's episode. Disregard Gene, it. potato. It's all gone. So, how disregard did you not ev- have that problem that you had last week? Uh, I got the key in the hub and saved it in the storage. So, yes. if So... Disregard everything I said last week about everything because I used a video guide just to make sure that I did everything right this time because I was so proud of myself for doing it all myself. And uh, But if you use the guide, which the, the video is only two hours, but I would say it's going to take you at least four just because that's how it goes. I would say for $10, it's worth it if you're into that kind of game. If you're into easy games, I would get Monopoly Deal at 149 and Monopoly Plus at 449. I somehow don't have these games yet, even though they're on sale frequently. And Monopoly is always a good time. Those are two to three hour completions. Well, it's Monopoly. It is. But it is. You know, $1.49, I would say that is a Monopoly deal. But I'm schmackety do. Nate, what about you? <laughs> Um, was that? Yeah, so the only one I'm going to recommend this week, and uh, I, of course, I haven't played it, so you know, take that as far as you want. Uh, Ghost of a Tale. Uh, this game looks really pretty. You play as a mouse. Um, oh. I was very interested in when it came out, and uh, apparently it's stealth, so that kind of goes against what I normally what? like, but I'm very interested in this one. Uh, it's, once again, Ghost of a Tale. It's 1674 down from 25. Hmm. Uh, TA marks it as 15 to 20 hours and it has no walkthrough. So, I mean, uh, yeah, take it with a grain of salt, but uh, maybe check it out. Uh, Devin, is there anything hmm. that's uh, speaking to you? Oh, yeah. There's quite a bit that I could recommend. Uh, so, a lot of the games in the Splinter Cell series are on sale. Uh, some of them are uh, Xbox originals, so. I mean, I really liked them a long time ago. Your mileage may vary. Uh, but there's also uh, pretty much a whole series, as far as I can tell, is on sale. Some of them have discontinued achievements, but uh, Blacklist is on my uh, buy list. <laughs> Waiting for that one. Uh, Conviction, uh, which I've been doing uh, co-op. Uh, there's a pretty awesome co-op mode in that. It's a pretty solid game. Uh the whole thing, I haven't played a bad Splinter Cell game, uh, so I'd recommend that. Uh, other Ubisoft games uh, that I would recommend, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon is a short, sweet little completion. Uh, it's only 400 points because it is uh, 
uh, back in the day when not every game got to be a thousand points, but that game is awesome. It is a great throwback to 80s action movies. Uh, Late Shift was a fun live action game. Let's see how much Late Shift was. It's 374. Uh, I would highly recommend that uh, at that price. Uh, It's good. And then the other one that's on here, normally $10. I believe I just picked it up here. For not that, uh, for five sixty or for five ninety nine, Brothers in Arms: Hell's Highway as a OG or as a three sixty game. But the reason I'm bringing it up here is that there is an achievement for playing the game on Xbox Live in September. So it's a fifty point achievement. I had already started the game, but I rented it in like not September, so you can't get it. And I'm finally gonna get that after like a decade so if you're if you're interested in it it's a fun little third person shooter you get to command your troops uh there's some collectibles there's some multiplayer i think all the multiplayer achievements are zero points so Hmm. if you don't care about that you can just do the single player it's uh, september 17th to be exact yep yeah the uh exact date that market garden started which uh is the events in the game it's a world war ii game i remember so operation market garden i remember hearing about this game now there's an achievement for playing uh once a day for 100 days on live i guess these yep, are still edible i guess they are they are still doable and good if you are so inclined september 17th is, is not too far away citation needed and you could potentially get that achievement if you're like me and started it and uh never got that but yeah, cool. Uh, looks like there's also some Game Pass games if you're not feeling like buying anything. Uh, Drake Hollow, Hypnospace Outlaw, New Super Lucky Tale, and Double Kick Heroes. You, know, you gotta check those out. I think I'm gonna do Hypnospace Outlaw because that looks trippy. Uh, D, all of the above. <laughs> I, I think I'll- I, so I've, I've completed Super Lucky's Tale. I'm excited to do that again. Double Kick Heroes looks amazing. Hypnospace looks crazy and uh drake hollow looks like that's the most skeptical one uh i think i'm gonna actually play that one with fufu i think he's gonna plan on streaming it should be fun nice. i think it's four player co-op yeah. cool. oh all right something very interesting in the uh discord apparently the lucky's tale devs put out a fact saying, if you happen to own the original Super Lucky's Tale but didn't get a chance to buy the DLCs, reach out to so- our support email and we'll see what we can do. Wow. What does that mean? Free code? So I don't what know. What happened? But I'm um, going to try. <laughs> and when they delisted it, I, they didn't mention it, but um, some people found out if you buy the new Super Lucky's Tale, you would get the original Super Lucky's Tale and the DLC for free uh, with the purchase of new Super Lucky's Tale. Yes, um, apparently it was a. I did. <laughs> I went ahead and I bought it. Oh, um, Nate. Uh, well, they got why? me at a moment of weakness right when I woke up. So <laughs> I woke up, I was like, free game? Okay. And I wanted the DLC and I, I reached out to them uh, on Twitter, both uh, Playful and um, their PR person, and none of them replied back to me which is you know, not surprising. Um, so I just assumed, okay, there's no way I'm going to get it. And once I saw that TA article, I was like, okay, I'll do that. So it's only been a week. And now that I see this fact, I may reach out to their support to see if I can buy the DLC. And if they let me, 
then I'm going to talk to Microsoft and say, hey, you know what? I didn't mean to buy a new Super Lucky's Tale. It just <laughs> fell into my cart. How um, much was that? Like 40 bucks? Yeah, uh, 40. Yeah, I do oh, like the game. <laughs> I do like game the game. <laughs> no, it's Game Pass, but I do like the game. So, um, I bought the first one, but yeah. it was. I mean, I bought the first game one pass. too. <laughs> me I bought too. The first. I, now, don't get me wrong. I'd like to pay less. So, <laughs> <laughs> I will potentially buy it if it goes on sale. Um, but yeah, I would like to, uh, talk to someone in support. Uh, I'm going to yeah, go full Karen on this. They'll uh, take care I'm of going you. to see a manager. Maybe that was get that refunded and find out about this DLC issue. So you basically paid $40 to get that $5 DLC. Uh, well, yeah. to get two $5. Well, DLCs. Oh, right. So the thing is he can oh, play well. those quickly <laughs> and then still get the refund. Yes. Maybe that's true. Possibly. So we'll see. But yeah, other than that, um, I, I, I'm interested in all of these. I'm not sure what Hypnospace Outlaw is, but maybe I'll go check it out. Um, oh, I, man. Really? You don't know anything about it? I know nothing about it. It's 90s internet-tastic. It, yeah. It's like, it's, it's a, for those ZZ uh, people, like, this is a game for Randy. Um, it's by the same people, or the same publishing company as, like, Descenders, um, No More Robots. But you just, I can't even explain it other than pretty much what vulgar said it's it's the internet in the 90s and it, they made it a game yeah i believe wow. the premise is that you can like what if you could go on the internet while you were sleeping is the it's the main thing and it has a very 90s aesthetic like netscape navigator era web browsing it's an, so it's officially titled by the the devs as an alternate reality in, internet simulator in 1999. Yeah. <laughs> it looks, um, well, we'll see. You have the to internet. survive by dealing with viruses and hat adware and hackers or make a difference and observe the impact of the citizens lives as the year, as the new millennial draws near. Just the one millennial. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I know you, you live through Y2K once. You, you don't want to do it again? I mean... I, you know, people people always said Y2K. I was always, why not 2K? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that fell harder than WWE 2K. I was, Y2J is what you're supposed to say, dude. You just made the list. Oh, Dean Douglas list? Speaking of the list. Joke. <laughs> Are we doing these yeah. challenges here? Contests? Contests. New, Can it work like this anything page. better? It's like there is uh, something here about Pete Hart's annual birthday bash, the 2020 edition for, uh, I believe it's uh, Pete Hart's 27th birthday. Yeah, sure. Right? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Not. So I mean, yes. you can find out more about that. There is a channel on the Discord where you can join in. Uh, you might want to do that soon, though. I think it's actually it's, too late. Uh, yeah, I think it's yeah, just it's, started. It's just started. You're so too late. You're too late. But maybe, I don't know. You can. Who knows? Well, I Check mean, it out on the Discord. You could ask her. There's going to be trash talking in the Discord. I guess that's why we have a channel. Who knows? Uh, but it's if you were to hear this and say, I want in, I guess you could ask her. But I don't. You might. I don't know. You it's can only send her a, a nice long. card. It might might help. That's true. You could wish her happy happy twenty sixth birthday. Oh, just going down. Yeah, 
You only turn 25 once. And I mean, once you turn 24, you know. <laughs> it's all downhill from there. Yeah. Well, anyway, happy 23rd birthday, P-Tart. Uh, so, Nate, want to keep us up with the Gamer Tag Challenge? Sort of. Um, it's a weird time uh, how days and months work, but uh, Hack and Pwn is over by the time you hear this. So I will be compiling scores, and then I'm guessing... I'm guessing we'll probably pick a winner next week. Um, and But what I can tell you is that for September, our gamer tag that we've picked uh, is Hatton90. Uh, and we are pulling these from Patreon members if you haven't already figured that out. Uh, so Hatton90 is our gamer tag for September. And what he has chosen is the Forza Horizon series. So any completion in a Forza Horizon game Whoa. or an achievement earned during the month of September will get you that bonus. Uh, we have not yet settled on a bonus bonus, but when we do, I'm sure someone will tell you. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, Brag Camp, or as someone else would put it, Milestones. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Fooled it, didn't I? So we have completions to start us off, and we have some good ones. A Retro Chief has hit 190 completed games. Mr. Pitar reached 270 games and 275 completed games. Northern Last at 300. Math Who, 400. Uh, an interesting one, Chewy on Ice and Fighter X93 Chip, both at 560 completed games. I want to see a race to 600 between those two. Uh, I think that would be a good fight. And then lastly, Mighty Mango, you'll hear his name again, has reached 750 completed games. Uh, for completion percentage, Northern Last uh, also hit 49% in Saucy Slingo, 57% uh, completions. And then Ratio, we just have one. XLEX Jester has reached a milestone of 1.7 TA ratio. In streaks... Ice Fire Nut from Tennessee has done a 10-day streak. So has Freaky R.O. And Fighter X93 Chip 10-day streaks. So has Alex R.D., also known as Alex R. Davy, 10-day streak. Ozbuffnatic, also on a 10-day streak. Legohead1977 uh, has done a 25-day streak, as does MTP73. 25-day streak for him as well. I need to go... Togepi. I need Togepi. <laughs> but also the gamer has reached a 150-day achievement win streak. And Big L has reached a 2,800-day win streak. Great job, everybody. For achievements one, XLAX Geste Capital R has reached a milestone of 6,000 achievements one. Alex R. Davies has reached 7,000 achievements one. Saucy Slingo has reached 13,000 achievements one. Ozba Nanik has reached 21,000 achievements one. Wakapale has done 26,000 achievements. X the Hero has done 28,000 achievements. And Toad Style Venom has reached 30,000 achievements one. All right. We got the Unstoppable KD, which stands for, I don't know, Kill Death. Kill Death Ratio. Kevin Durant. Oh my God, Kevin Durant is in our community? Oh my God! <laughs> Anything is oh possible! God, oh, big old Kevin has 175,000 gamer score. L Sock, which might be Mick Foley, 190 gamer score. 
What the fuck? 500,000 gamer score. Triple triad, 850,000 gamer score. And we have two, count them, two new people in the Millionaires Club. First off, we have Mighty Mango, who helped us start this lovely podcast. Way to go, Mighty Mango. And he hit the million with a <laughs> with a six point. Oh no, excuse me. It's a one a gamer score achievement in the game Summer Athletics European version <laughs> called Staggering. So he hit that million right on the head. And then he wrote a blog about his um, his efforts. We'll put it like that. It's worth a read. And on the opposite side of the spectrum, we have Chin Doctor. And World. And World. Opposite side of the world. Get it? Chin Doctor, being a man after my own heart, decided to troll everyone. So he got a one-pointer before the million... And then got his million gamer score. So he intentionally did not hit it on the head. He got a million and one. But the achievement he hit it on was called one million in, uh, what, how do you pronounce this? A V I C I I in vector? Avici. Avici? Yeah, totally. It looks like a bunch of Roman numerals to me. So, <laughs> congratulations, Mango and Chin. Well done, guys. But wait, there's more. TA score, Death Dealers, 400,000 TA. Mr. P. Tart, 420,000 TA. Matthew H. Double Zero, 650,000. Vulgar Latin, 990,000. X the Hero, 1.5 million. In leaderboards, High Road Vatu is now in the top 200. Leaderboard for American Football. Hat 90 is in the top 20,000 of the TA leaderboard for racing. Ahizo is now in the top 20 of the Arizona True Achievement leaderboard. The Alpha Seagull is now in the top 2,000 of the New York True Achievement leaderboard. Alex R. Davies is now in the top 10,000 of the Completed Games leaderboard. And Biggle is now in the top 500 of the Completed Games leaderboard for three uh, Xbox 360 Metroidvania. Wow. Thanks, hell yeah. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for for us, for the panel. We got some other great stuff here, so uh, keep listening. We also do streams. If you are so interested in those streams, uh, yeah, we'll be doing those. Follow us on Discord. Do all the social media stuff. It's available out there. Uh, and, yeah, have a, have a great night. Before you have a great morning. morning um, real quick, uh, in relation to Twitch, we did have our monthly giveaway uh, and Fufu wanted me to remind you that that winner this month was Carpe Adam so congrats and thank you for the support uh, as always any sub uh, Amazon Prime free sub or paid sub uh, will get entered into a drawing monthly you don't have to be there and this month Carpe won so thank you Carpe and everybody else who subbed Heck yeah, brother. Thank you, Amazon Prime people. Next week, we'll have a GTC winner. We'll have a patron drawing for uh, for that. So, uh, yeah, giveaways, giveaways, giveaways. Give it away, give it away now. Dead giveaway, dead giveaway.
All right. Well, that's enough musical references. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Later. Bye. <laughs> Welcome to another body-blowing, face-poking, arm-tearing edition of Chewy's Challenge Championship. We've got the results of most of August's challenges and what's in store for September. So pick up your nunchucks and come at me, bro. The big event we held for August, the King of the Red Ring, was a five-week affair. So it's actually still going as I speak. After four weeks of epic 360 action... 30 competitors have been sent packing, leaving just Mental Knight and Mr. P-Tart to face off in the final. I'll be bringing you the result of that in a special mini CCC update next week. Over in our regular challenge section, we had a heap of different things going on this month, including three whole title matches. Firstly, our new villainous stable, the Four Horsemen, which is Vulgar Latin, Chesno, Freakiro and Jimbot, challenged our four newest patrons, Alex, Cabo, Saucy Slingo and Coats McGoats in a Gamerscore battle. In the end, the patrons pulled in a respectable 38,145 between them, but the horsemen gave them the hoof with 46,597. Next up, challenged Freemhole to end the month on the highest completion percentage in the game both of them are currently focused on, Destiny 2. Both of them started the challenge at 65%, and when the dust settled, Chip ended it with 74% to Freem's 70 Congratulations, Chip. Rockadude, Fufu Cuddly Poof and myself are all still working on our four-month-long skateboarding gamer score challenge. August saw Rocker make significant gains, thanks in part to Skater XL. While I dabbled in the quote-unquote wonders of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5. And Fufu? Well, Fufu just sat on the side sucking a lolly. Going into the final month of the challenge, Rocker leads with 1,645. I'm pulling into second with 685. And Fufu is still figuring out how to put his helmet on with 25. Will the release of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 plus 2 see the score shift? I doubt it. In the first of our three title matches, Death and Taxes, Death Dealers in Vulgar Latin, had their tag team title challenged by two horsemen, the twin riders, Chesno and Freaky Row, for most gamer score. It was a very tight match as Death and Taxes managed 25,745, but Twin Riders edged them out with 27,475, meaning the tag team title changes hands once again and Chesno reclaims it, albeit with a different partner. Surely we can't leave the title in the hands of these villains for long. Title match 2 had Haddon 90 go up against intercontinental champion Volga Latin in a match of Gamerscore, where only achievements with a ratio greater than 1.5 counted. Hatton put up a decent enough 2,915, but Volga reminded everyone why he's the champ, stomping little Hatton into the ground with a dominating 8,140. 
Finally, our Rumble in the Jablungle winner, Triple Triad 777, took on the champ of champs, longtime CCC title holder Elroy OMJ, in a two out of three genre gamer score match. Each competitor chose a genre, as did the CCC committee, and whoever earned the most gamer score in two out of the three wins. In our choice, Automobile, Elroy swerved into the lead with 5,095 to 2,345. In Elroy's choice, Dance, Triple Triad boogied his way to victory with a massive 6,145 to 3,615. That meant it all came down to Triple Triad's choice, Third Person Shooter. And it was a close run thing, let me tell you, as Elroy managed a decent 3,188, but in the end, Triple Triad clinched it with 3,782. That means after eight long months of Elroy domination, where he saw off the likes of Rorkadude, Kushmoose, X the Hero, and yours truly, we now have a new CCC champion in Triple Triad, who will be facing Mental Knight, I mean, the King of the Red Ring winner, in October. For September... Damn it every time. Hello? Hey, Chewy. Jeez, man, don't you ever answer your phone? Oh, right, time zones. Forgot about them. They need to spend more time in school teaching about them. Oh, and speaking of school, I can't believe it's almost time for it to start up again. And that means Halloween is just around the corner, too. Oh, I can't wait for the candy. And that means my birthday's close, too. You better get me something good this year. Ah, oh, crap, that means I'm going to have to start decorating for Christmas soon, too. And I need to figure out what I'll be doing for New Year's. Have you thought of what you're going to do for your New Year's resolutions? They're very important. Everyone should be thinking about them. Seriously, who knows what's going to happen in the New Year? Wait, you mean you can't hear me wink? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, I guess I should go. And, oh, right, the reason I called. Can I have my arms back? Thanks, talk to you later. Oh, Jay Black, you are such a tease. What are you scheming about this time? Anyway, back to it. For September, our main event comes courtesy of Chesno, who's created the Shiba Dojo Punch Club. True achievement score in fighting games is where the scoring's at for this one, with ACAs excluded and special bonus points awarded for doing well in some real We've got 19 competitors signed up for the event, and Chesno's kindly offering monetary rewards for the top three once the month is over. So keep tabs on the hashtag ChewyCC channel to see which games we will be playing and join in with some mutual face punchery. Judo chop! Back in July, we held the Rumble in the Jablungle, and despite not winning, two competitors lasted the joint longest in the contest at 14 days each Chin Doctor and Icefire TN. They're now going head to head to decide who is the ultimate Iron Man in a battle of Gamerscore from Game Pass games only. The winner of this match will earn a title shot later in the year. Somehow, Rorka Dude is deluded enough to think he can take on the legendary Death Dealers in first-person shooters, so they're going to be arranging a best-of-three face-off in games of their choosing. Keep an eye out for some streams of their attempts sometime later in the month. Finally, Rorkadude, Fufu Cuddly Poof and myself will be wrapping up our four-month skateboarding challenge with some Tony Hawk's 1 plus 2 action. Will I be able to jump over Rorka's lead? Will Fufu remember that he's even in a challenge? 
Tune in next month to find out about that and all of our other challenges, as well as what we've got in store for October. As ever, if you have ideas for challenges you want to see, let us know in the Discord. This has been Chewy's Challenge Championship. Uh, excuse me, uh, ma'am, ma'am, uh, can I ask you a few questions uh, about educational games for kids? Yes. Okay, first off, uh, what is your name? Emma. All right, Emma. First, thanks for uh, talking with me uh, today. I know it's busy out and you probably have things to do, but how old are you? Six. Okay, six years old. Perfect demographic for the game Educational Games for Kids. Now this, if you recall, is a, a one of the first educational games for Xbox One, and it is geared directly towards kids of your age uh, from 3 to 18 Uh, so you're right there in the midst the game has a collection of 21 different games uh, over 51 variations of these games you can pick different age ranges to make the difficulty harder or easier Uh, and one of those games is hidden behind uh, a special skill gate of getting three stars on every game uh, and, and all the variants so with that said the game has easy to learn controls did you have any problems with the controller and playing this game no okay thank you additionally what is your favorite game that you played the maze game the maze game okay so what do you do in the maze game so you are going to um you got it so they're all under sea, and you're going to try to get the little ball thing out of the maze. Okay, and were you pretty good at that one? Yeah. All right. Do you do a lot of mazes in your spare time? Um, no. No, and you were still pretty good at it? Yeah. Got three stars? Yep. Cool, perfect. So far, you have played probably like what? Would you say an hour or two? Yes. Probably two? And you have unlocked five out of the 34 achievements. Is that right? I think so. Okay. That's pretty good. Do you plan to get all of the achievements? Yes. Perfect. That's what I like to hear. Okay. Um, Are there any other games that you want to talk about? No. Okay. Uh, Would you recommend this game to your friends? Yes. Okay. Um, Anything else before I let you go? Um, no. All right. Thank you very much for taking your time out of your busy day to uh, talk with me. Uh, I'll let you get to it. Uh, Thanks. Bye. All right. Back to you, Corey. All right. Thanks, Corey. Uh, Well, to finish up talking about educational games for kids, uh, I just want to tell you that it's it's a game for kids it's it's in the name and so uh, this this review is coming from the mindset of a parent and having seen their kid play with it and want to play with it and ask to play with it more uh and you know what that's just it's just a wholesome game and you know what you're getting into so uh you're going to be buying it if you are a parent wanting to get your kids into gaming or if you're just an achievement hunter looking for an easy time and because of that 
I, I'm going to have to rate this game uh, a five apples on a teacher's desk out of five uh, for what it is. It, it does what it says it does uh, just fine. And I, I think some of the games are uh, beneficial for the younger crowd. And uh, the achievements are easy to boot. So, sure, let's rate it on an achievement scale. Uh, five Jeremy Water Fountains out of five. How about that? So, so yeah, educational games for kids. You know what you're getting yourself into, whether it's for the actual purpose of the game or for the achievements. Uh, I, I think that uh, either one is a, is a fine time. And personally, I'm not going to uh, go out of my way and complete this game and play it. I am going to let them just have fun with the game as it's meant to be. Let the achievements come naturally um, as they will and uh and yeah they're gonna have a good time uh and and there's there's many more things than what she talked about with the maze there are the logic puzzles uh where you have to categorize different things there are math puzzles uh reflex uh different little mini games uh and there's something is is even it's advanced probably the most advanced thing on there it does say ages 11 plus for this one and that is world flags I don't even think I could do the world flag, so maybe I'll play that one just to teach myself something. So, uh, but yeah, that that's it. Educational games for kids came out September second, two thousand twenty, uh, for the price of twelve ninety nine. And you know what? That's not a terrible price uh, uh, for what it is. Uh, again, uh, I have already seen my three year old start to use a controller better than my six-year-old who wasn't really messing with the controller at that age so i i can can just see where the entry point into gaming uh is going to come even if it's simple things uh, i can let them play the game and not you know not worry about them you know not getting anything out of it uh for the most part so uh it's a two thumbs up for me so there we go some things that we can see in case someone is listening to us who can't see them. Is that the pit of unsold E.T. the game cartridges? Careful where you step, dude. I think that's Custer's Revenge's C, man. Whoa. I just found a bunch of smashed up Tony Hawk skateboards. Five of them, dude. Oh, man. And that Duke statue is huge. It looks like it goes on forever. Dude, I think I know where we are. Gaming hell. No way. Let's get out of here, dude. Who's that, dude? Is that the devil? Play games for fun, not achievements. 
No way, dude. That's something much, much worse. Did you use a guide? It's the Dev L. Somebody give me a sandwich. Whoa. How's it going, Big Elzebub? So, uh, okay, uh, can we go now? You may go. Whoa. Thanks, dude. Yeah, you know, you get a real bad rap, but you're actually an okay troll. I, I mean, dude. Ah! Oh, dude. Where are we now? I don't know. Looks like a maze of tunnels. Maybe we should uh, try one of these doors. Okay, but let's do the smart thing and split up. I'll take this one. Okay, dude. That sounds smart. I'll take this one. Whoa! That was seriously bogus. Yeah, dude. What was in your door? Oh, man. I had to play this... this game. Scalextric? Which, I think it's a racing game? But I've played racing games, man. And I'm pretty sure that normally you have to like turn and stuff and sometimes you have to you have to break. But in this one, I just pressed the right trigger for the gas and and kind of just let go of it to slow down. And that's it. And if I pump the gas too hard, the car came off the damn track. And there's literally nothing else to it, man. Totally bogus, dude. The races that are supposed to take place in all these different countries. But I didn't go to those countries. It just looked like they all took place on the floor of some dude's bedroom, man. And, you know, I own a Scalex trick as a kid. And I remember the idea of it being so cool. But really, it was just really boring, man. Or really frustrating. You know, you had to fiddle with that little brush thing to make it run properly. This game is actually pretty good. If the aim was to make it seem just like that boring, frustrating, Scalextric game. Also, it crashed. Every time I won a race, and I was like, yeah, I won the race. The whole game just crashed on me, man. I had to restart it every single time. And the worst thing was that I had to do it twice. Oh, man. Because there's a dang stack of this thing, man. One of them is called Scalextric, and the other one... It's called Tracks. I don't know why. They made the same game twice. Called it something different. What was behind your door, dude? Let me tell you something. Behind my door, I had a game that was totally awesome. Whoa. Not. Ah, oh, you got me. Mine looked like a bunch of drunken apes made it. Then I saw it was made by drunken apes. Like, literally, that was the name of the group that made this game. But in their drunkenness... They like screwed up all the backgrounds and graphics. But no worries, dude. They just make the game super dark so you wouldn't see it. Nobody would ever know. But dude, it was a stellar walking sim. So just as long as you didn't step on those odious enemies that were making weird slobbering noises while crawling on the floor. Not excellent, dude. There were also these egregious lizard men. Man, these dudes had never skipped a leg day. And they, like, chased me all over the place. And I was running, dude, and it was totally worth it. 
because I got to the end of this game and I reached the exit, dude. It felt resplendent to be done. I totally didn't move towards the final exit and fall through a trap door onto a pile of skulls and get dump trucked by the bogus horror himself. But wait, wait, what was the game? <laughs> you didn't even tell me what the game was, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, the horror of the deep. The horror of the deep? The horror of the deep. So you went deep in the horror? I didn't even know her. Okay, okay, so I guess we just have to keep trying different doors and see what happens, man, okay? Until we get out of this place. Dude, if I die, I want you to have my Rattalaker collection. But dude, we're already dead, dude. Oh, excellent. Well, they're already yours, dude. Whoa, thanks, dude. Let's try these doors. Okay, dude, good luck. Oh, man, that was non, 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 non heinous. What'd you see, dude? Oh, man, I played this game. I think it was a game, but I don't even think it was a game at the same time. I basically just pressed A for like 20 minutes. I just pressed A. That's it. And then there were these screens and these pictures and these people talking. But I have no idea what was going on because I was just pressing A. And I was skipping through the whole dang thing. I don't even know what happened. I kind of wandered from place to place. I talked to some girls. And I think I was macking on one of those girls. Were they babes, dude? Well, Elroy, i got to tell you something. What's up, dude? I think one of those girls, I think she might have been my grandma. Oh, most not excellent. But let me tell you, man, she was young and also... Kind of hot. Excellent. This game, it's not even a game. It was over before it had even started. And I can't even tell you what happened. But I think I've got tennis elbow from pressing A so much, man. It's, uh, I can tell you're shooking up. Because, uh, you didn't even tell me what the name of the game was. This game was called A Winter's Daydream. But I have no idea. I didn't even know if it took place in winter. And I didn't know if it was a daydream, dude. It made no sense. What did you see, dude? Oh, dude, i tell you about the one I found. It was the one we found. What was the one we found? I found the one we found. What, what did you find? The name of the game. It's the one we found. But what did you find, dude? But I found the game. The one we found. But wait, what was... But, but what was it? What did... What did you... I'm just messing with you, dude. I saw a lot of generic scenery just laying around. It almost looks like somebody most heinous might have used all the free assets that are inside Unity so they didn't have to pay for anything. Like things like a like a watermelon and, and a gramophone, dude. And like every single thing I saw, it was all free and generic. But I thought, you know, dude, the enemies, they're going to tell me what this game's all about. So all the enemies, they were like, Zombie mental patients. So, dude, maybe it had something to do with that. And even though all I see are caves, maybe there was like some caves under like a mental institution. The second enemy, though, was it was an undead Girl Scout who was not a babe, but had like a rifle attached to her back. And there was a lot of them. So maybe it was a... Uh, dude, I, I don't know, dude. I've been thinking a lot about this. Maybe it was a... A Girl Scout troop 
full of gun enthusiasts that visited a mental hospital when a virus totally broke loose. That makes sense. Most outstanding. And then the last enemy was a policeman. So I'm guessing the cops were called about the girls packing heat while selling cookies to the dickweed inmates. And, you know, then it, I guess a zombie apocalypse broke out. I don't know, dude. I got out of there quick. Well, only about half of what you just said made any sense to me, but it sounds totally non-non-heinous. Station, dude. Wait, but what's the... <laughs> what's the name of the game? <laughs> oh, man. I found the one we found. Okay, dude. If you don't want to tell me the name of the game, that's fine. Let's just try a different door, okay? Excellent. I don't think I can take any more of this, dude. I've just spent the last hour wandering around some kind of facility in the dark, and I had no idea what the hell I was supposed to be doing. Apparently it was, like, haunted by this royally dead caretaker dude, which, by the way, is the name of the game. Caretaker, dude. Caretaker, dude. And I guess I just... He just really didn't like caretaking or something? Or maybe he did, and his idea of caretaking was killing anyone who stepped foot on his property. He just kind of showed up randomly while I was wandering around looking for, I don't know, keys or something. And he would chase after me, and then I'd turn around and run away, and after like five seconds he would just vanish. He was like the worst game of hide-and-seek ever. And, and if, he, if he ever caught me, he kind of just hit me. But he didn't hit me, he kind of just threw his arms at me. And if I died, I died instantly. But honestly, I think I pretty sure could have taken him. I, I just was like the biggest wuss ever, dude. I just stood, stood there and took it. Caretaker, dude. I don't know what he was taking care of. But he wasn't taking care of his personal hygiene, that's for sure. Because that dude was filthy. Also, I think this game was uh, written by some folks whose grasp of English wasn't the best. And that's coming from me, dude. There was this one achievement I had to do where I had to pick up some goggles off the table. Don't ask me why, dude. I have no idea why I had to pick up goggles. I just put them back down again, right? They had no purpose. But the name of the achievement, get this, the name of the achievement was Googles. Oh, man. Anyway, we just got to get out of here, man. What did you have to play? Oh, dude. You remember Allison? Oh, Allison. Oh, yeah. Totally a babe, dude. Well, this wasn't about her. Oh. Yeah, this is this is about a diary. Oh, yeah. A diary of Allison. Allison's diary. You weren't in it, dude. I looked at it. Damn. Honestly, I went through that door, and I'm not sure what I experienced, dude. Because I couldn't see a thing. I knew that something was going on. It might have been an adventure game, a, a walking sim. Could have just been about anything. A puzzle game. I, I don't know. I couldn't see a thing. Is your sight the first thing to go in hell, dude? Okay, I don't know either. You're asking me, dude? I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. So, this is what I did see. Even though I couldn't see anything because it was so dark. So there was these enemies, right? They looked kind of scary, but then they would totally spawn randomly in one of two directions and they would try to insta-kill me. But your boy here guessed correctly each time, so I totally didn't have to go back to the beginning of the level. Want to hear how I did it, dude? Yeah, shoot, man. I packed myself a totally bodacious weapon. 
I got my trusty flashlight right here to defend me. Not one of those awesome mag lights or anything. I didn't go to Lowe's or Home Depot. This thing came straight from the Dollar Tree so I could save some moolah. And then I took it out and I was like, you know, you know, pew, pew, pew. And I, I, I flickered it at the zombie thing and, and made it disappear, dude, because cause that totally makes sense. So I think the game might have been about some bogus girl who murders her whole family. I don't know. Allison is not excellent to one another. Then I, I went to the house that it happened in, but unfortunately it had to be done in the pitch black of night during an eclipse and under a blanket. So I'm not even sure that I know what happened, but I think that had something to do with it. Okay, dude. I don't, I don't think I can play any more bad games, dude. We got to get out of here. Yo, big ugly red guy. Get your ass over here. Choose your bad games to play for all eternity. Choose your own, you troll. There is a pill for that. You ugly red source of all evil on the Age 101 podcast. Don't use console commands. <laughs> ah. Dude. What? Gaming hell sucks. Dude. There's only one way out of here, man. You're right, dude. We've got to face the repeatart. Best three out of five. No, no way. way. Hello everyone and welcome to Waka's Weird Wonders, where I, Waka Pale, recommend a less-known game I've enjoyed. Chesno asked the community what their rarest game on their tag is, and if they would recommend it. My rarest is Black Sea Odyssey with 47 starters on true achievements, but as I've only dived it, I can't say much about it. My second rarest game, however, is the ass-kicking Driven Out. Only 57 players have started it, and 7% have finished it, so you might think it shouldn't be too difficult. You would be wrong. Driven Out is a very short game. A no-death run would probably take you less than an hour. Problem is, you will die many, many times. You play as a farm girl minding her own business when a magical alien artifact crashes next to her field. She is attacked by a clumsy knight who drops his sword, allowing you to defend yourself. Aside from keys, the sword and artifact are the only items you'll use during the game. The gameplay is deceptively simple. You can move left or right, turn around, use the artifact to create a destructible checkpoint, attack high, mid or low, and block high, mid or low. Driven Out features a persistent 2D open world with three paths to explore. The girl is not a very good fighter and her attacks are a bit clunky, making it very important to plan your moves and react to your enemy's attacks. Timing your block just right before you get hit allows you to parry, which is crucial for getting through the end game. The few enemies between bosses means you can usually place a checkpoint between each fight, 
meaning you'll rarely lose much progress. And even defeating a single enemy can feel like a great victory. With the possible exception of fighting games, I've never played a game where every single enemy has felt as formidable and there are over 30 different enemy types. Every single achievement is tied to defeating the 21 bosses. There are no collectibles or missable achievements. The game creates a hard checkpoint after each boss and you can deploy a few additional checkpoints at will between bosses. There are usually 1 to 3 lesser enemies between bosses and they rarely show up more than twice before defeating boss 10 which rolls the credits. After boss 10, your return home is hindered by a remixed version of your first adventure featuring the same enemies but often not in the same locations and significantly more challenging. Despite the enemies only attacking high, mid and low like the player and rarely having multiple attacks per height, every new enemy feels very different and learning their tells and patterns makes the difference between defeating them or facing the game over screen. Driven Out is a brutally difficult game where, where figuring out the enemy's movement is the key to success. It took me 5 hours to reach and defeat the 10th boss the first time, after which I ran into a game breaking bug which forced me to restart the game from the beginning again. Being in the middle of G-Task, the wise move would have been to abandon the game, possibly forever. Instead, I started over from the beginning and recovered my progress in an hour. The game's brutal but fair difficulty is an effective gatekeeper. Only 57 players on TA have earned the first achievement, and less than half the tracked players on Xbox have not managed to defeat it. Extrapolating those numbers, only around 120 players have played this on Xbox, with just under half of them being registered on True Achievements. Those are not big numbers for a game released almost a year ago. Players drop off quickly, with only 28 players defeating the second boss, 18 the third, and 11 for the fourth. Only 5 players reach the halfway mark at boss 10, 4 of which complete the game. Driven Out features great pixel art, a decent soundtrack, and incredibly satisfying gameplay, if you can handle its steep difficulty. Its 1000 game score is worth 3200 TA at the moment, but the ratio is highly volatile due to the low number of players. It would be very interesting to see what would happen with the ratio if Driven Out went games with gold or into Game Pass. I'm sure many would start it, but doubt most would even defeat the first boss a few minutes into the game. $15 is a fair price for Driven Out, considering its limited target audience. Even on a decent sale, you should know you will really have to struggle for the gamer score. Driven Out is a very niche game, and certainly not for casual players, but if you enjoy a challenge, Driven Out delivers a very good and incredibly satisfying adventure to overcome. Or it might make you throw your controller. Have a nice day everyone!